Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to The Social Circus, where every week we dive into a variety of topics covering social media, mindset, and how to run your business. I hope that you enjoy today's episode. Good morning and hello everyone and welcome to another episode of The Social Circus. My name is Sarah Thompson and I am your regular host. Today I am so excited to be joined by the fabulous Shayla Burton who is tuning in all the way from the USA. Welcome Shayla, it's great to have you here. Yes, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Excellent. So those of you who haven't met Shayla before, she is a business operations strategist, which is such a big mouthful of a title. But she defines herself as a remarkable business strategist with over 20 years experience in human resources and operations. Her passion is helping you a busy business on entrepreneurs live fulfilling lives while achieving their goals. Shayla specializes in providing customized solutions that allow business owners to step away from the constant hustle and enjoy well-deserved vacations while their businesses continue to thrive. And I have to say the reason I've got Shayla on here is that such a sweet spot for me is holidays or vacations. Um, So Mm. Shayla, welcome. I'm so excited to be talking to you today about that. So for, um, for our guests, I always ask the first question is what made you get into being an entrepreneur or running your own business? How did that journey start for you? Yeah, so my career background is in human resources. And so I was working, you know, different jobs for over 15 years. And in 2017, I got laid off from my job. So the company was having financial difficulty and they shut down. And that was the fourth time that I had been laid off from a company. (laughs) Yeah. So I was not happy. And I realized that working for different companies just wasn't very stable and that I needed to create an alternative way to make money. And Mm so I'm like, okay, let me look into starting my own business but I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I did some research and read about being a virtual assistant. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I did not want to really do that long-term, but that if I started that type of business, it would be a way for me to, you know, meet other business owners and kind of like get some ideas of how I could support them. And so I did that. And like over the years, my business has transitioned So I started off as a virtual assistant, then I did human resources consulting, um, and then I became a business manager or an operations manager, which I still do that work today. But as I was working with, you know, different business owners, I noticed something that kind of shocked me, and it was that they rarely took time away from their business. Um, It's kind of like hustling and working 24-7 is synonymous with entrepreneurship. And Mm. it's something that we accept for some reason, which, you know, is just weird to me because, you know, a lot of us think that when we start our business, we're going to have so much freedom and (laughs) we're going to be able to take time off and spend time with our family and be on the beach. But that doesn't actually happen. Um, And it's not because it can't happen. It's just because we don't we don't know how to make it happen. And so we've created businesses that we need to be tied to 
you know, all day, every day for it to work. And um, that's kind of sad to me. And so my main focus is to get us, get us to stop doing that and get us to be able to, um, you know, take vacation time, you know, spend time with our families, take sick time when we need it, but still have a business to come back to. Oh, I, I love that shadow because I think that's one of the biggest challenges. And I know, um, particularly in the early years of my business, I that a lot of that resonated for me where I felt like I was working longer than when I was in corporate. I wasn't mm-hmm. taking holidays when I was sick. You were still kind of pushed yeah. through because if you didn't do the work, you didn't get paid. And so we do set ourselves up for these kind of poor systems and structures. And um, I really was determined to change some of that. And I had quite a big dream that I wanted to have all my children's school holidays off. So in Australia, our school Mm. holidays are frequent and long. So um, Mm. they tend to have four lots of school holidays in Australia between two and three weeks each time and the summer ones being eight weeks. So it's a lot of holidays to accommodate your family. And Mm. I kind of had a dream that I wanted to have at least have the flexibility not to work during that time. And even if we didn't go away. So I kind of very actively built my business towards that goal, but it was really hard. And um, I wish I'd had a shower in my life back then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get it. And I also struggled as well. So um, really when I was working as a business manager for a couple of different companies, I had a full workload, but I was so miserable. <laughs> like mm. I was working seven days a week. Um, my clients were calling me at all, you know, all day long. Um, and I just realized that I needed to make changes within my business because if I didn't, I wasn't going to be able to keep this up. Like I was going to experience burnout and then probably, you know, uh, give poor service to my clients. Yes. And so I ended up making decision, making the decision to um, end the, the contract for some of my clients, which was very difficult because I needed the money. Yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, but I knew I had to, to make some changes and get my business together um, and change the way that I was doing business. And while I was working on my, my own company, I realized like, there are other entrepreneurs in the same situation. And so I want to help before you get to that point where you've got to miss out on money or worse, you know, ruin your reputation. Definitely. And um, I really want to talk about that today because um, I know that my listeners will, will be resonating with a lot of this. So I guess a good place to start because maybe taking a big vacation or a big holiday feels like it's a long way away for you and your business where you are right now. But for my listeners, um, we definitely need to make sure we can accommodate being sick. That's a really big thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I know that that's something even recently I had quite a serious chest infection and I was juggling, juggling, juggling my clients but I still managed to make it work. And the only reason I'd made it work is because I had lots of buffer in my schedule. So if we're going to, um, we're not going to plan to take sick leave very often, but if we do need to get, you know, if we do need to take time off sick, how do we make that work in our business? Because that can feel like I can't do this. I'm going to lose my clients or I'm going to let people down. And so where do we start with something like that? Yeah. So I I think it would start with the type of services you're offering if you're offering a service. Um mm-hmm. that's a really big one. So like if you're offering a lot of um one-on-one services, 
it's it makes it kind of hard to take time away um, but it also can depend on how you uh, manage your calendar as well. So like, are you filling your calendar up with meetings every single day? Um, are you doing client work every single day? Um, so making your calendar work for you is, is how you can help to have that buffer and be able to take sick time. But then also, how you are communicating with your clients. So do they expect you to be available all day, every day? And so I think you need to work on um, setting expectations with your clients in the beginning. And so for me, when I first started my business, I was responding to client like emails or calls immediately. Um, but now I don't do that anymore, even though if I am available, sometimes I still try to um, space out a little time because I don't want them to get used to me always being there. And then yes. when I can't be there now, it's it's an issue. Definitely. Um, and um, those boundaries are something I think we're often very scared of um, because we mm -hmm. we. Um, I want to service our clients and take care of them, but we're scared that if we don't, they're going to be unhappy. But like you say, if we set the boundaries and expectations from the get-go, that really sets us up for that success. And I know that I often like to catch up on things. If I've had a really busy day, I'll sit down and maybe spend an hour catching up on emails, but I schedule them. I don't send them. Uh, so I'm not sending emails at six right. o'clock at night. So people don't reply because what will happen is people reply back and then you end up in this loop and you're like, I just wanted mm -hmm. to send a quick email and I don't want to reply now. So um, definitely using scheduling tools in your email system is great. And you mentioned about having your diary so that you're not bursting. And that's something that I've definitely worked hard on over the last couple of years. But it's something that feels really scary, doesn't it? And it can feel like, but if I'm not available, but, you know, we need to kind of work on these boundaries. So how do we start that with our clients? Like, how do we set ourselves up for that? Having space, having boundaries. Yeah. So you start with your first conversation. So when you have your first uh, meeting with your client, that can be part of the conversation. Um, a lot of people will create like a a work with me booklet that has your hours of availability, um, your response times, all of that information. And so I would recommend creating something like that and then going over that with um, your client right in the beginning so that you are um, setting both of you up for success. But then also what you'll need to make sure is that you are respecting your boundaries as well, because mm -hmm. sometimes you'll, you may tell your clients, I don't work or I only work during this time frame, but then you'll find yourself working out of the time frame. And so that's confusing to your client. So whatever you, whatever boundaries you're setting up and that you're communicating to them, make sure that you are sticking to them as well. Oh, I like that. That's really, that's a really good point because um, we often are our own worst enemies in that respect, aren't we? We often put ourselves mm -hmm. under a lot of pressure and our clients are much more reasonable than what we might be. So that's a great place for us to start with kind of um, allowing ourselves to have some freedom in our diary. So if we are sick, 
um, how do we manage that? And I guess the next thing is it when we when we do get sick, because we all get sick and that happens, it's yeah. um, what are some good strategies that we can use to help us manage that and to try and let ourselves rest and things like that? So what would you recommend we do when that happens? Yes. So when you know that you need to take some time off, you want to communicate that to your clients or your customers as soon as possible. Let them know, you know, when you're going to be out, when you'll be back um, available. If there are any emergencies, if you have like a person um, that can respond or be your backup, letting Mm -hmm. them know that as well. And, you know, making sure you have that backup available. Now, if you're a solo, solopreneur, um, it's a little more difficult. But even if you are solo, I think that you need to have somebody who can at least notify your clients. So right now we're talking about like if you're sick, but what if you have a medical emergency where you you can't uh notify or contact your clients who do you have that can have access um to let your clients know so that they aren't just wondering what's going on and thinking that you have just took their money and disappeared so that could be like a spouse or um a best friend or maybe if you have like a business bestie um Mm. that can reach out to your clients for you That's such a good idea. I've never thought about that. And it's really true because when we are on our own, if we do have that emergency come up and we can't contact our clients, have we got someone in mind? And that's something um, we definitely should be thinking about. I've never really thought about that myself. So I love that idea, Shayla. That's brilliant. Let's dive into the juicy holiday stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So how do we start to try and take regular holidays and vacations, I guess, is the thing. Because um, I know in America, you only get three weeks annual leave as an employee, don't you? Um, a lot of companies it's only two it's really bad here (laughs) so in Australia by law um, it's a minimum of four weeks annual leave and we also get long service leave which is three months after 10 years I know so we have very nice um, nice strong unions here that take care of our our conditions here so Mm. a lot of us have come out of that workplace where we might have had like extended um, paid maternity leave um, long service leave and annual leave that we're always encouraged to take so that's that's one of the I have to say one of the things do miss the most about being in in paid employment is that regular annual leave um, and that long service leave so if we we're getting that. There's a reason we have annual leave, isn't there? It's because it's important for us to rest and rejuvenate. So how do we even start that process? Because I'm so guilty of this. For years, I didn't take very good holidays in my business. So Yes, yes. Well, you start by planning for it. So number one, since we don't have vacation time, we have to set aside money um, in our savings account to cover us when, you know, we need to take time off. So you want to do that. But then to actually take the time off, I tell people, and this is going to sound so silly, but to be able to take the time off, All you do is open up your calendar and block off the days that you want to take off. Um, A a lot of us make it so difficult because we think, oh, we have so much work on our plate. Like, how can we possibly take time off? Or we think um, we'll, we'll schedule that vacation 
when we have more free time. But Mm -hmm. the problem is we're never going to have free time. And so we just have to go ahead and schedule it and then work backwards to figure out like what is priority, what needs to be done so that we can take that time off. And you'll find if you look at your your workload, your to-do list, there are tons of things on your list that you don't really need to do. That's just a waste (laughs) of time or that's just not important. And so if you schedule that time off and then make a list of like what really needs to get done and just focus on those things, then you can take the time. And also what I have like my clients do once we schedule their vacation is or their holiday, we plan, we pretty much create an itinerary for what they're going to do on their, during their time off, which always at first is kind of silly to them. Like, why, why do we need to do this? But I find that it's super important because then it makes your vacation real. Like if you plan, if you plan a trip, well, now you got to buy tickets. So you have to go because you spent money on it. Or if you're not going on a trip and you're having a staycation, well, are you going to have a date night with your spouse? Are you going to take your kids to the park? We need to create a plan for that as well. So then that you have to do it, because if you tell your kids, I'm taking you to the zoo or whatever, they're Mm -hmm. going to remember and you don't want to disappoint your children. So you have to do it. Um, So that's why we create an itinerary. And of course, you don't have to follow the itinerary. Um, You know, you can make changes to it. But I just want people to know that this is important. Like plan your vacation just like you are, you know, scheduling your a doctor's appointment. If you need Mm -hmm. to see the doctor, you put it on your calendar and you go. And so you should do the same for um, your time off because it's it's important. Oh, I love that. And it's really true. Um, what you were just saying is put it in your diary because mm-hmm. um, it makes it happen. And one of the things that I do, and I actually um, was speaking to my assistant yesterday and we put in, so it's only mid 2023 now, and we put in for next year, my 2024, my son's yes. school term dates and their holiday dates. Um, mm-hmm. Because uh, if once they're in the diary, they're there and you can see them, whether or not I take them off isn't the the issue. It's that I can see that they're there. And I can choose to be more flexible around them. And that's been a big game changer for me. And really making conscious decisions about how much I'm going to work during those school holidays has been huge, but it's taken me a long time. And your your comment, it it landed so much for me, Shayla, when you said, just put it in your diary. It's like, you do just put it in your diary because that starts the process and starts the ball rolling and starts all that momentum, which is really important. So I absolutely love that. (laughs) So um, as we kind of wrap up, and I know that um, a lot of my audience will be like, is this a thing that someone can help you with this? And so I guess from my audience's perspective, if they would like to work with someone like yourself, um, what does that look like in terms of how do we work with you? Yeah. So for me, I have a a whole method, which I call my freedom first method. And that is where we focused on getting you that freedom that you want, that you desire. Mm -hmm. 
And um, so I typically work with my clients over um, a 90 day period. Some of them want me to come into their business and stay and do a bunch of other things as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, but for the clients that I work with um, on a project base, it's 90 days and we start by uh, figuring out what your vision is for your life. Like what what's your dream life look like? What type of freedom do you want? And then once we have that narrowed down, we look at your business and see how your business can support you. So what changes, what improvements do we need to make in your business so you can have that freedom um, that you're looking for? And so I do a lot of uh, strategic planning, um, setting up systems and processes, um, building your team, helping you identify who you need on your team um, so that you can have a business that revolves around your life and not your life revolving around your business. Oh, I love that. So um, those are amazing ways in which we can work with you, Shayla. And for all of the listeners, please check out my show notes because we'll have all the links on how you can check out Shayla um, inquire about working with her because that all sounds amazing. I think we all need you in our life. So, um, Shayla, thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast. It's been delightful chatting with you and I'm sure that my listeners got lots of value and are really probably excited about thinking about the things that they can create around their business, which we often, we, like you say, we start out with that intention and it somehow slips away. So thank you for coming on. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Uh, this was so much fun. <laughs> Excellent. My pleasure. Thank you, Shad. And thank you to all my listeners for tuning into The Social Circus. Um, I will catch you the same time next week. Thanks so much for tuning into The Social Circus. As your host, Sarah Thompson, I am thrilled that you've chosen to spend your time hanging out with me. I would be so grateful if you could spare an extra moment to go and leave me a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you even felt more excited, you could share my podcast with your friends who you think would get great value from it. Thanks so much again for tuning in.